5.42 p.m. Eastern. Upload day Tuesday, January 3rd, episode 328. Here we go. If I listened to this podcast with regularity, I would think you were such an asshole. Well, I can't be. When Stetson Bennett wore the number five jersey at Jones Community College, could he have possibly imagined what was in front of him? The Georgia Bulldogs headed to a second national championship. Back-to-back years. Conversation about the dogs coming up. We could throw an epic round of dead or not dead this episode. Man, they're calling numbers quick up at the pearly gates. Soccer superstar Pele. The Pope and Barbara Walters. Four actresses impersonated Barbara Walters through the years at SNL. But Barbara had a favorite. A tribute to all three. Well, two or three. Coming up this episode. Hang on, you'll, you'll, you'll find out. My name is Cadillac Jack. I joined Atlanta Radio when I was 19 years old, put in a loyal 26 years. Welcome to my second act. Second act is podcasting after doing radio my entire life. Only thing that I had ever done prior to launching this podcast, January 2020. We have conversations about things you're already talking about with your family and your friends. Pop culture, news, current events, music, plus endearing and revealing conversations about marriage, parenting, and personal growth. My name's Dawn and I'm Caddy's wife. Um, Okay, so we have our old, you've heard us talk about our dogs before. We have um, Sally, who is 17 years old. Actually, 18. 18 years old. And our little guy, Roscoe, who's younger. Um, And Sally is, you know, we've kind of joked because Sally has outlived every dog in the neighborhood. She outlived the queen. She's now outlived a pope. Both my parents. Both your parents. Um, And... So Barbara Walters, Barbara Walters. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. And every time someone famous, certainly not like grandparents, but every time someone famous passes away, the kids are like, Sally outlived another one. And she hasn't been in bad shape because she goes out and chases squirrels. She barks a lot. She has, you know, she definitely has dogs, dogs timers where like at five o'clock she starts or really all times during the day, she just barks at random things. So that's a little troublesome. Um, but her brother Roscoe loves her. He waits on the porch for her, and he has this thing that he does now. And I don't know if you've seen it, where he just barks and barks and barks to try to, like, you know, rev her up to get her to come outside. Um, and she was having a trouble eating, so we kind of you kind of put her on some softer food, and it's just progressed. And now she can't climb up onto like the couch to lay down and. So we are at that pivotal moment in every person who owns a pet. Off with her head. Yeah. 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 There's just no point in trying to say something sweet because here you come. Like I said, like Molly Cyrus, like a damn wrecking ball. But I think why I've been putting it off, I don't know about you, because you've kind of been like, eh, we need to do it. We need to do it. We need to do it. Well, one, Olivia didn't want me to do it when she came home. She wanted to wait till she went back to college. Olivia is our 18-year-old daughter who's a freshman at uh, UT Knoxville. Yeah. She's, she's just, home for the holidays. Right? She just didn't want it to be like, like that was something, you know, like she remembered it or whatever. And I understand that. Um, And then I think I put it off because, you know, it's been a rough year. Like we've had a lot of people pass away. And so I was just kind of trying to keep her alive and in state as long as I could. And now here's what's happened. She's sort of intersecting with my renovations. You know what I mean? Right. 
So I was all for keeping her alive and keeping yeah, until it Until she got away with your renovations. Until she started getting away with my renovations. Great. And by that, I don't mean to be callous. But I mean, like, I can't, I can't, like, I'm sending a rug out to be cleaned. I don't want the rug to come back. And her still be alive. And her still be here. Because then she'll cause the same problems that caused the rug to have to go out to be cleaned, if that made sense. So I'm not being tone deaf with animals. Because this dog has surely been one of the longest living dogs in history. Do you think? But it's really, it's really sad because she's been there with all of our kids. She used to lay out in the backyard when they would like swing and play. And she just really kind of always looked over them. And she's the sweetest, most gentle dog. Roscoe can be a pain in the butt. I mean, he really can. Like if you take his food, if you, he can be really challenging. He's just, I said today, he's like a boy that the two of them, I say he's nice to his sister, but they go outside and he pushes her out of the way to get out of the door, just like well, he a, bites at her, bites at her heels. Yeah, he everywhere just, they go. It's just like that kind of stuff. But Sally, you could literally with this dog, you could have always done, and I'm not that you would do anything to her, but I mean, she's just the kids could pull her ears, they could lay on her back, they could. She just didn't care. She's just the most gentle, sweetest soul, and so that's going to be happening this week. So. If you have a little extra dog prayers, you want to send our way. We're not starting the new year off negative. We don't want y'all to no, keep no, this prayer cash, train. Cash. Venmo. This prayer train for the, uh, going for us. But I mean like. For the cremation fund. Yeah. Yeah. Because there'll be no tests prior. What do you mean tests? Well, the, the, the vet's going to want to run a battery of tests. No, they don't so want they, to. They, yes, they, they do. They're, no, they're going to take one look at her and say, uh, it's time. Uh, she doesn't know it, but rest in peace, Sally. I'll be down to get you in just a second. Got about 45 minutes. If I listened uh, to this podcast with regularity, would would I would think you, think? you were such an asshole. Well, I can be. I'm yeah. bit, 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 but I love Sally. Okay. Listen, I've always said that, that, that one of my ways that I deal with, with whatever, emotion. Everything. Everything, pain, love, anything. I turn it into uh, to humor. And, and sometimes it can be very dark. But that's the way that I cope with a lot of things. That's my coping mechanism. You know, often it's humor. Bad, bad humor and dark humor and, and, and blue humor. And inappropriate but, humor. All of that. But I think sometimes it's like you don't have to say, say your words out loud. You can keep okay. some of your stuff private. Right. Have you posted your reaction video? From the moment the Georgia Bulldogs got their ticket punched to another national championship, the reaction video when Ohio State went left and uh, the Bulldogs started packing for L.A. Right now, going to take a trip down the hashtag dogs on top from Twitter. Inside a bar in Buckhead in Atlanta for that reaction video. Oh my God! Oh my God! Happy New Year! Happy New Year! It's the Midnight Miracle! It's the Midnight Miracle! Inside a family gathering in Kennesaw, Georgia. Johns Creek, Georgia. Reaction video from a neighborhood gathering to watch the game. Happy New Year! The best reaction video of them all actually has no sound. And it's a video of a, a daddy who I'm going to assume his, his, his wife and, and baby just got home from the hospital. She just given birth. And he decides to have some buddies over to watch the game, have some beers, fellowship. And when Ohio State misses the field goal and Georgia advances to the natty, they can't scream. They can't shout. They don't know what to do with themselves. It's like watching a uh, like a, like a silent rave. Hilarious video. Uh, check it out on the Cadillac Jack YouTube uh, at My Second Act. 
is the handle for the Cadillac Jack YouTube channel. A wife has pulled the ring camera footage of her husband outside watching the game like on the back deck. Good stuff. Go dogs. For the 16th time in the last 17 seasons and eight years in a row, a team from the SEC will play in the national championship game. What you'll hear is the Scott Howard and the Bulldog Radio Network, the Ohio State Buckeye Radio Network. And then a, a third audio stream you're going to hear at the same time is Times Square at uh, right at midnight. Listen to this. Seventeen seconds. Listen to Scott Howard there from the uh, Bulldog Radio Network. Here, the Ohio State Radio Network, they're just responding. They do give Stetson props on uh, the final few seconds of the broadcast. Uh, CJ Stroud uh, had some things to say in a, a, a post game press conference. Yeah, I mean, I was trying to leave it all on the line. Uh, I don't think, obviously, games like this, I mean, the lost words when it come down to one play, but honestly, it doesn't come down to one play. So many things that line up uh, to, to those plays, but that last drive, I. Um, I see how much time we had with timeouts, and um, I knew that we could do it. And I tried my hardest to get us down there, but I mean, I tried my hardest. I think I left my heart out on that field. On his way into the press room after the game Saturday night, uh, Coach Kirby Smart of the Bulldogs passed C.J. Stroud, who was on his way out. Just saw C.J. Stroud out there, and the heart goes out of those guys because uh, they played well enough to win the game and um, got a really good football team. Uh, so do we. And uh, our guys are extremely resilient. We talked halftime about some games we've been in this year. We've been behind it in the Missouri game. And I had no doubt that our team would come out fighting. Uh, did not play our best football game. A lot of that had to do with Ohio State. Uh, I have a lot of respect for them. I have a lot of respect for these players that are on this podium with me and the ones in the locker room. And if we want any chance of winning a national championship, we have to play a lot better football than we played tonight seated to his right during the press conference to directly to his right coach Kirby Smart's right was Stetson Bennett yeah it's like a, it's like a dad and a kid and I get it he's the coach and you know he they didn't that you know I don't think they played horrible I think it was just there was a they, they played a great team and it was a great game and that's what you want that was a national championship game right there 100% and it was just such a great great game and all the emotions but listen he's a control freak all of these head coaches are but I have to say what I love about Stetson, and I told you this, we were listening to it. We had gone to dinner and we kind of, I don't, I mean, can you imagine? I'm not watching the rest of this game, but we went to a place where I thought they would have TVs and they didn't have TVs. And we had such a great dinner and we had like a three hour conversation and it was fantastic. And we got back in the car and it was, you know, I thought that they were going to lose. But then I said to you, Stetson's not going to go down. He's not going down without fighting. And that's what I love about him is he's very unconventional and he is unafraid. It's like, he's just going to, I mean, what quarterback 
has the balls to, to, to slam that ball down the field when it's so, so, so close. And every play means so much. And so I get it. Um, I know there are a lot of people who either don't like him or don't hate him, but I, th- I mean, or hate him, but he, he's earned his place there. And I just think sometimes Kirby, because he doesn't play Kirby's plan, you know, to the exact he's the head degree. Coach, though. He's the he head coach. Is, he makes but- the calls. Well, he showed great competitive character, but he's got to play within our system. And he's got to do what he's supposed to do or you can't win games. You know, he didn't get those opportunities until the defense stopped him. And we got fortunate to stop him a couple times. He must play better if we expect to win the next one. Okay, let's just go over this. So he had 23 for 34 passing for 398 yards, three touchdowns, one interception, and a rushing touchdown. Like, talk to him afterwards. You know, it, it, you come off this amazing high and this great game, and it's, it's kind of like your dad when you, you know, when you walk off a field or something. And it doesn't have to be your dad. It can be your mom. But, you know, you play a great game, and instead of them saying, oh, my God, you know, if you, if you lost the game, you played amazing. Hey, you played amazing. They say, I mean, you did good, but... You know, yeah, but, no, but but's the word cancels every single word you said prior to that for the 60 seconds prior. Any, any praise you gave is yeah. canceled immediately with the word but. And these are the last two games. So you know what? Let him be Let him be an outlaw. Let him do what he needs to do. Uh, I don't know about that. No. Yeah. I don't know about that. What do you think he said at halftime? Get your shit together. Yes, so, yeah. Or you're going, instead, you're going to be pushing the bus back. We're going to flash back to nearly a year ago to the day right now when Georgia won the national championship over Alabama. And leading up to the national championship, Georgia graduate Donna was in the zone, recorded after midnight, after the championship, the national championship was on a Monday night course. Tuesday, we release episode, an episode of the podcast. Carl Appen, our executive producer, stayed up, burning the midnight oil. I think we had it up by 1.30, 2 o'clock Eastern a.m. that morning, but uh, we recorded it after the, uh, the clock ran out. Here is Donna, Dogs on Top, January 4, 2022. I will bark. I will, I'll pull a herky, pull out some old school cheerleading moves. If this happens... You're not going to see me because I'm heading out this door. I got my flipping gloves. I got them in my purse. One more play for the Georgia defense. Georgia on the mountaintop. Demons be gone and the drought is over. Nick Saban can just shove it up his khakis. And what I loved about it is you've got this kid that was so highly recruited, wins the Heisman, and then you've got Stetson on the other side, who nobody believed in. It's just such a great story. It's kind of his second act. He went to a community college, a smaller college, walked on at Georgia, and like here he is winning a national championship. How does it feel to be a national champion? I can't describe it. I am in a guy. My flipping gloves. A couple people ask, like, what what constitutes a flipping glove? It's got to have some grip on it, but you don't want your fingers exposed because you could hit like a hot muffler or something. It's like the same gloves that you use, like if you're getting lumber or something like that. So you get up under there and you flip that car. When, when have you ever gotten lumber? I've had to go to home. Logs, Donna. I've had, had to get them in a box <laughs> that have been prepackaged and ready to burn. So when will they do it again? Next season. Nick Saban's going to have to sit over on his sidelines because we're the new dynasty. Wow. Yes! 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 Oh, my God. Bye-bye. Next year. I just got chills. You know, when they were all in the tunnel and I was doing his speech, I'm like, I, listen, at that moment, I could have gone out and flipped some damn cars. Like, he had me so riled up. I was like, I'm with you, Kirby. I'm one team. I'm one nation. I'm Bulldog Nation. Like, whatever I need to do. 
flipping cars. I had a hard time trying to get them off the ground. Cars are much heavier than I thought they were. Do you stretch before you do something like that? Did you stretch? And you'll try again this year, second year in a row, Georgia score for the national championship. As an alumni of the University of Georgia, emotional night for you. Huge. I mean, just, you know what? It was such a great night, and it proved to Bulldog Nation and to Kirby and to everybody that they could do it. That, you know what? It was all between their ears. They've always had the ability to do it. We've known that, that it was just a mental thing against Alabama. I thought this was kind of fascinating. Listen to this. The last time the Bulldogs won a national championship was in 1981. Georgia head coach Kirby Smart was five years old. Nick Saban was 20. Guess what the top box office film was? Dolly, nine to five. And the number one song in America. The first time they won the natty was this one. To all the girls I've loved before. Who is it, Dolly? That's Willie. And? I'm glad they came along. That is Willie and Julio. Oh, Julio Iglesias. Julio Iglesias. To all the girls I've Is he alive? Julio Iglesias. We'll have to roll him into a dead night. He is dead. Is he? I don't know. I believe, yeah. Is he? I think so. Twenty-three is here. We rang uh, in the new year at uh, the Quick Trip on Wentworth Parkway, listening to the Georgia Bulldogs and uh, Ohio State. And yeah, that you, sounds you exciting. Excited, but well, we had a great night. Though. We had a three-hour dinner. Um, the fact that you committed three hours to a dinner—I'm I'm, I'm impressed myself. It's like a Christmas miracle. Yeah, it is. You're, you, you, you're funny. You're beautiful. You're funny. You're intelligent. You can carry conversation like nobody ever met before in my life. We make each other laugh. We laugh at the same jokes. And we went to a restaurant we'd never been at two before. Uh, in Awesome Alpharetta. I thought we'd been everywhere in Awesome Alpharetta, but we had not uh, been to uh, this particular restaurant, seafood restaurant. It was great. Fantastic. I mean, I had to roll out of there. Me Literally too. Literally had to roll out of there. Yeah, and it was great. And normally you like are like, we don't need dessert, do we? Um, but you you went with it last night. At the two-hour and 45-minute mark. Yes. We'll take dessert menus. We were the last one in our section. Now, that never happens. Except Usu- the bar people. The bar people were still there. Usually we're crawling over people. I will say, um, our waiter was a little chatty. I liked him, and he was good. And he literally churned the butter, in case you're wondering. He, 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 did. he made butter. Which, that's, that's the way these restaurants are making so much money right now. My things are so expensive. These upcharges for butter and sauces. What'd you yeah. pay for that, uh, the it's, butter you got? Oh, I don't know. It was expensive. I yeah. went somewhere to, where, where were Charlotte and I? We got your burger that night, uh, Kraft Burger. Uh, I paid four, $4 an upgrade for some, some jalapeno mayonnaise. Just give me some Dukes. Well, you're right. And what's happening Just is like some Dukes people there. are talking good. about like going to places that are like, if you're not listening, if you don't have these where you are, but and you're listening to podcasts, but like five guys or a craft oh, burger. Yeah, a bit bigger, yeah, this is better than five guys. No, no. But my uh, point is even burger places. Right. But even five guys, people are saying they're shocked lately yeah. when they go in and how much it's costing to eat. Our dinner last night didn't seem as expensive to me because it's almost like there's, there's not I mean, there is, but there's not as huge of a divide between upscale dining and like right, right. quick dining right now. Charlotte and I went to Willie's, uh, which is uh, like a, a Tex-Mex type place. Uh, two of us, I, we didn't go crazy. It was lunch, $42 plus tip. Yeah, no, it's crazy. The dinner, I think New Year's Eve was probably 250 230 yeah, 230 okay, or something. Plus, yeah. plus tip. Yeah. But you're right. If, it, you know, if you go out with a family of four just to Arby's. Yeah. It's going to cost you 80 bucks. As much as if two of you went out, yeah, yeah. to somewhere else. Yeah, it's crazy. It, it is crazy. When did, when did this happen and why? I don't know. In our groceries today, it was like, oh, I mean, like, it was like 400 and something dollars. And then it's like, wait, what? We have some mini muffins and some Coke Zeros. So it's very expensive right now. But um, yes, we had a great dinner. And oh, the talker. So the guy who makes the butter. It wasn't so much that he was a talker, because I don't mind talkers, because as you know, I'm a talker. Right. 
However, he was one of these people, like a waiter, who he tried to manhandle you into what he wanted right, you to right, order. Right. Which I think I think that's okay sometimes, and, and a little bit of that goes a long way though, because you're suggestions. supposed to right, but you're supposed to be familiar familiar with the menu. Yes, you're supposed to know what you like. You're supposed to have tried most everything on there, so you can answer questions. Yes, um, and he was able to do that. So I don't, I don't, I don't. You know, I thought he was. Oh, he was fabulous. He was present a lot. He, he was present, present a, lot. a lot, but that's good, you know, yeah. because the the opposite is never seeing anybody yeah. and never having your yeah. you know. I'll, cup I'll filled. come find. Good time. Yes. Happy New Year. Had Happy a great New time with year. you. Year. You even got a picture by the Christmas tree and let a woman take it. Yeah. I was just in the fields, I guess. But you have to, when you want someone to take a picture, this is just like a PSA right now, you have to find a young person, okay? Do not find anyone over the age of, of 35 to take your picture. Because what they do is they just hold the phone right out in front of them and hit the button. This little girl was like, she was moving oh around the tree. God. She disappeared with the camera. I thought she was she running did. with it. And she's behind the tree taking pictures from behind. Yeah. And she's like down on, like she gets down, she's up low. And like, you know, you got to move it from point yeah. zero to point five. Yeah, like, do you though? Do you? Yeah. No, you don't. Well, you do. They were you good do. pictures, but let's, we're not, this is only meals. We're not doing, we didn't book a photo shoot here in front of the tree. Pope Benedict's funeral mass is scheduled to take place. Thursday at St. Peter's Square. His remains continue to be on public display in a St. Peter's Basilica. And that started yesterday for people to offer their final farewells. Pope Benedict, the XV1, would be 16, right? Correct. Served for seven years before becoming the first pope to resign in nearly 600 years, citing his advanced age as a reason he was no longer suited to lead. Mm. So what's going to happen Thursday is a rare spectacle where a sitting pope, Pope Francis will preside over the funeral of a former one. Pope Francis will preside over Benedict's funeral, a notable event in the history of the church, given that it customarily took a pope's passing for a new leader to be chosen. Yeah. So, um, Godspeed. Oh, that's yeah. it. Okay, we'll move on then. Yeah. Good luck with everything. Right. <laughs> uh, did, did he bring the Pope Mobile into, uh, into the world? I don't... Or was it Pope Francis? I think it was Pope Francis. Okay. Well, he's going out in one. Cadillac Jack! Nobody in this country who does not know Barbara Walters, and she's consist- consistently listed as one of the most influential women in the country. Would you welcome, please, Miss Barbara Walters? I have to tell everybody, though, for why I am here. Okay. Okay. I am here because I have been for, what, eight years asking Johnny Carson if he would do an interview. And for eight years, he very sweetly calls me up and says no. This year, he said yes. We did it uh, two days ago. That's true. And this is my punishment. I, That's true. I have the feeling that every question, right. every, every question that I, is you. going to come back. And also, I have learned something that I don't know whether everybody knows, but I will tell you all. He has great legs. There were four SNL cast members. Through the years, Saturday Night Live cast members through the years that uh, ridiculed Barbara Walters. Well, I don't think would it be ridiculed. Oh, it or? is. Come on, I, I, I put that word there on purpose. Just I don't like that word. Bible. What's wrong with ridicule? Like memorialized her, kind of. They said, "No, come on now." Have okay. you ever seen? Uh, 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 gosh, yeah. Uh, uh, Barbara didn't like her. Um, Sherry O'Terry. No, she loved Sherry O'Terry. Early Barbara Wawa, who did the Wawa. Oh who yes, yes, it? yes, it was, yes, uh, yes. Oh my gosh. Um, the girl with the hair. Yes. Oh yeah, I'll think of it. Oh, I'll, gotta have it. We'll I'll goggle have it. it. Gotta have. It. Okay, we're gonna play. Uh, a moment from SNL. You know, Barbara Walters uh, made several appearances through the years, through the seasons on the show, but only one time in the history of SNL did Barbara Walters interview Barbara Walters. Here is Sherry O'Terry as Barbara Walters and Barbara Walters. First, may I say that it is both an honor and a privilege 
for you to be interviewed by me. Let me ask you, when you conceived The View, you said, I wanted to do a show with women with different views. Any regrets? Well, at the time, little did I know that I would be surrounded by four cackling hens all speaking over each other where I couldn't get a word in edgewise. A far cry from my respected work on the ABC News program 2020. When you first started The View, did you have any idea that it would turn into the juggernaut success that it would become? Yes, I did. And I take complete credit. Although I did have a little help from my longtime friend and executive producer, Bill Getty. Barbara, what was your fondest moment with Bill? Because my fondest moment with Bill was in 1972. I was in a hot tub with Burt Backrack, Henry Kissinger, the Captain Antonio, and that irrepressible funny man, Shaky Green. We drank Mai Tais and speculated about the Vietnam War till little Burgess Meredith entered the tub and asked if we'd like to meet his new friend, Mary Jane. That didn't happen. Sherry O'Terry, as Barbara Walters interviewed Barbara Walters on SNL. Barbara, I have loved doing you. Uh-oh, sounds like someone owes me dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Barbara sitting there the entire time. I don't think she knew. I don't know that she knew that line was coming right there. She got no reaction out of Barbara Walters uh, when that bit was taped for uh, for SNL years ago. She was 93 years old, trailblazer, no question, in, uh, in journalism. Uh, not just for women, but in journalism, just uh, just period. Yeah, she was amazing. I mean, what what a woman, what a career. And I was watching some, I guess I was watching like a, the Sunday News, you know, program today or whatever it is. And, and they had an interview that she had done with um, Richard Nixon where, I mean, she came at him. And I mean, he was kind of like, you know, why? And, and even when someone kind of came back at her and said, um, I want to talk about something else or what, she didn't stop. She, she was down, relentless. Yeah. yeah. She did she, it to Trump. She did it to, uh, she, to, Trump, to Sean Connery. Yeah. James Bond. She came at the Kardashians, yeah. told them that they really didn't have a whole lot of talents. And I think she said some of the things that we all thought, but that she actually could get away with saying. Um, and I don't know that she was ever really, I mean, I think she, there were certain people who categorized her as being very gruff, but I mean, overall, I think most people liked her. So um, I know there was a lot of fireworks behind the scenes at The View, but um, I think she could get away with some of that. And she really never got tagged with just being a biatch. You know what I mean? Like it, it, it was amazing. And for women in journalism at that time, that was quite, quite bold because, you know, women weren't hired in those positions at the time to be newscasters or, or, or do any of the anchors things, or, anchors or anything. Yeah, yeah she, she, she came up with the idea for The View. It was her creation, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, she was executive producer and that was her last TV appearance uh, was when she was co-host of the view uh, last time she was on was 2014 as a full-time player and executive producer and creator. And, and it was on Barbara's final day, uh, the day that she retired in 2014, Oprah shows up, surprises Barbara Walters, and then a uh, introduces a sea of female journalists from across the news business. Uh, they all surprise Barbara Walters with one epic tribute. Many of the incredible women that have been influenced by you and we all have been influenced by you, are here for you today. And we all proudly stand on your shoulders, Barbara Walters, as we honor you. Please welcome Diane Sawyer, Robin Roberts, Lara Spencer, Elizabeth Vargas, Amy Robot, Deborah Roberts, Juju Chang, Katie Couric, Savannah Guthrie, Meredith Vieira, Kathy Lee 
I mean, wow. Gail King, Jim Paul. Elizabeth Hasselbeck, Gail Fluent, Lisa Ring, Deborah Norvell, Paula Zahn, Patty Chung, Joan London. I think that she's one of those type people, Donna, that you would you would enjoy. Just having a conversation with. Imagine the stories. Oh my gosh. She could tell. Like to sit by her at a yeah. dinner or yeah. something. Yeah, yes. At your, at your six top. You want her right next to you. Gallery Furniture, 1600 Browns, Pedro Gainesville. I learned something the other day. At Gallery Furniture, they sell, uh, remember when it got to eight degrees? It was Christmas weekend. And then this past weekend, it was 72. In a, in a seven day swing, eight degree high to 72. They have those, not they're not portable heaters at Gallery Furniture, but they have like those, um, the tower heaters. Yes. Yes. But, but but they're beautiful. Yeah. They're like works of art, pieces of art. Yeah, because you don't want some huge like generator in your, you know, room. So it's almost it like, like a it, real fireplace. Yeah. It's they're so them. nice. Yeah. Well, and that's the great Keeps thing. You warm and toasting cozy. But that's what gallery does, I think, better than probably any other furniture store. Well, there's a million things that they do. But the one thing is that they it's not just like hobbled together, cobbled together odds and ends of things. It's great things that you need. I mean, you know, again, you don't have to drive to six different places to get, you know, I'm going to go to Home Goods and get some lamps. I'm going to try to find here. a Target, a you know, a right tar- yeah. And I mean, here. it's just, it's a lot of driving and sourcing and looking. And that's the great thing about gallery is they have everything in one place, but it's, it's, you'll also go in there and find things that you had no idea, like you were just saying, kind of existed, but you're like, I actually need that. Um, they have amazing, amazing pieces. So again, if you got a new TV for Christmas and you're like, where am I going to put this thing? Like get a really pretty consult table. And like we've said before, you don't have to buy the whole room. You don't have to commit to spending $4,000. And, and at 48% interest. Yeah. And pay for the rest of your life. You can just go in and get this one consult table and it really will make your room look fantastic. Beautiful furniture for every room in your house. It's priced right. At Gallery Furniture, 1600 Brownsburg Road, Gainesville. Ask for the Wolfman. Ask for Donna. Uh, they have room for every home, uh, every room in your house, but they also have uh, lamps. They have uh, ottomans. They have uh, just got a really cool truckload, Donna, of bar stools and little bar tables. Yeah, and that's high great. High tops. Little yeah. bistro tables. Yes. We need new bar stools. Like that, that's a thing too. Like you just, the bar stools later, they get kind of like, you know, people rock back on them. These kids destroy them. And, and you need, those can be incredibly expensive. If you go and try to source them at different places, I mean, really expensive. So do yourself a favor. Don't do that. Go to gallery. Go straight there. Yeah. They'll strap it on your Corolla. You can drive it home that day or they can schedule delivery, a fleet of calorie furniture trucks on Instagram. The follow is at ask for Wolfman furniture. At Ask for Wolfman Furniture Gallery, Furniture Gainesville. Come and get your board. Support for this podcast also from Ford, Built Ford Tough. And the Ford F-150, best-selling truck on the road, Fable Ford, FableFordGA.com. Brightmore Healthcare, thank you for your support of the podcast. My second act is also brought to you by Awesome Alpharetta. Play a while, stay a while, find your awesome and awesome Alpharetta. Turn your Starbucks run into new adventures when you link your Starbucks rewards and Delta SkyMiles accounts. Delta Atlanta's hometown airline. When you fly Delta, you can explore 328 episodes as of right now of this podcast, including uh, episodes going all the way back to episode one. We're getting ready to to did we did, are we sure about the dates and the time and the the, the, the four years, Donna? We sure well, yeah. See, I, just, I was going to kind of look into that yeah. and I forgot to, um, I, I, um, but I will have go, that answer for you. For, 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 yeah. Okay. Who was Gilda Radner? Was the other person we needed? Gilda to, Radner uh, to is call the person. Yes, yes, who played exactly. Barbara Walters, one of the four. Yes. On SNL. Um, so uh, you can also uh, explore 
three, soon to be four seasons of the Spotify Hype Song playlist. That's correct. When you fly Delta Atlanta's hometown airline. And I don't have a hook for you, Donna, so I just hum us a bar of Mine Would Be You from Dirk Smilly and Jessica. Well, I'm not going to hum you a bar, but um, I'll find it. it's a great song, and it's really more her song than Dirk Smilly. Here's the thing. If you are kind of like, hmm, who's this woman, Jesse Alexander? Like, where'd she come from? Um, she is and has been an amazing songwriter in Nashville. Let me give you just a few of the songs that she's written. And I think it's great what she said. She said, you know, in Nashville, you're either a, you're either classified sometimes as a songwriter or a singer. And she's like, I can't stand that. I think you can be both, and I think you can do it successfully. And um, that's what she did. And so she wrote this song and asked Dirks to be on it because she had written a few um, songs for Dirks. So this is, these are a couple of things that she has written. Look at this. Another Sunday in the South, Better When I Do, Miley Cyrus, The Climb. I, I love that. That song's good. Damn Country Music, David Ashley Parker, Drink On It, Friends, the Blake Shelton song, um, I Drive Your Truck. For Lee Bryce? Yeah, I Want to Believe, I'm Good at Leaving. Uh, light it up. What's your all time high? You're good as it gets. Your hands down, best ever makeup sex. Is this it? Yeah, it's good. This is the Blake Shelton song. What's your guilty pleasure? Oh, you're playing the wrong one. Mine would be you. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. If you ask me, mine would be you. She, she may have written it for Blake Shelton, and now Dirks and she are doing it as a collab. Oh, I forgot that this was a um, yeah. Blake Shelton's a Blake Shelton cut release. As a matter of fact, yes, I totally forgot. Here's, uh, here's Blake real quick. Uh. Oh my god! I, when I heard the song, I was like, it sounds so familiar. You're like, I've heard that's that song. Why? That's why? Oh my god! Did she write it? Is she the writer? She is. Okay, all right. And so she's doing a collab now with Dirks Correct. on her own song. She's taking Look it back. My yes. Mine would be oh, my God. I totally you. forgot that this was his mine song. Would be it's Dirks. The sun shining, like it's got a great sound. Like it's, it's, Isn't it interesting how a song can sound completely just the texture, different? The texture of the voice and the just the timing. Yeah, I love these women songwriters. Um, so, yeah. She's written a lot of stuff. All right, I'm adding uh, Joe Diffie, John Deere Green. John Deere Green. Okay, is Joe Diffie alive? Joe Diffie's not alive, Don. He died of COVID. Oh, okay. My favorite singers of all time. All right. I hate, Country to, singers. I hate to hear that. Yeah, ships that don't come in. Yeah. I think we've uh, talked about this before. Yeah, he, he died of COVID. Um, okay, can we, now we are, you do realize, you think, I think you think we're still in the old year, but we're not. We're, we're in the not. new year. Today's, the, we're recording on the first and, and the upload day is the third. So yeah, what, cool. what's, what's, what's this season going to be called? Okay, you ready? I, 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 yes. I'm do ready. you have a drum roll? Do you have anything in those little buttons yeah. you push? That's dramatic. Tempting. That's good. That's like a, 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 jump, a, space right sh- jump, sh- a spaceship. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Oh my God. And Don and I for a big announcement for the season four Spotify Hype Song Playlist. It's called Thor. F O R E. I like that. I Get like it? I do. I do. Right, watch okay. out. Here it comes. Here Duck. it comes. Duck and Cover. It's getting ready to hit you right between the damn eyes. Or if you were like me and my brother and my dad played golf, uh, it was always like, please keep your eye on his ball. So that when he whacks it into the woods and we have to wade into the woods, the two of us, someone can put their eyes on it because it would cause, I mean, like great agita. 
You know, I always wondered about this because I loved playing golf like when I was older, but then I got to a point where I just, I don't know, I would get very anxious. And I wonder if it's because my dad would constantly yell at my brother and I, and we couldn't find his damn ball that. in the yeah, woods. That has, yeah, that would, that would be part of the reason. That's it, that'd be a lot of the reason. Our thanks to executive producers Carl Appen and Hans Appen. Production assistants here in Atlanta from Steve Mitchell and Ingo Studios. Thank you, Steve Mitchell. Audio for this episode of Cadillac Jack, my second act from the SEC Network, ESPN. The University of Georgia Athletics Department and the University of Georgia Bulldog Radio Network, Ohio State University and the Ohio State University Buckeye Radio Network. 2020. And ABC News for Barbara Walters, NBC and Saturday Night Live. Epic Records, Nashville. And Joe Diffie for John Deere Green. Capital Records, Nashville for Dirk Spinley. And uh, Jessica's on the label. Is she not her name? Is uh, Jessica Alexander? Yes, that's right. And her record label, thank you. Yes, what do you got? Uh, let what me look. Got? What does she got? We got in Sherry O'Terry. We got in uh, Gilda Radner. I think we're clear with uh, things that we owe you since we started recording this episode. Do Is there anything we need to clear up from 2022? No, we've moved on. Oh. We have moved well on from that. She's on Lyric Street. Lyric Street Records. Well, that's, that's they're, weird. They're, they're not in operation, so that's impossible. Yeah, I, th- I don't know. Columbia. It's Columbia. Yeah. Is that, so you just, you just tossed it out there, didn't you? I yeah. love that about you. Who is she married to? She's married to John Randall. Songwriter, John Randall? Yeah. Who uh, was married to Lori Morgan. Correct. Really? Yeah. Now, I tell you what, I would not, I what? would not want to have Lori Morgan. Mad at you? As an ex-wife. Like, uh, as, as an, uh, like an ex-spouse well, should, of my spouse. We don't spouse. know her. We don't know her. Uh, no. I know that I would not want her to be my spouse's ex-spouse. Okay. You know, we talked about this. Do you have any um, resolutions? I, I don't do resolutions. Never have. Yeah. I just think, you know, just try to, again, vibrate higher. Like, you're feeding me. Resolutions you think that I should have made? No, I'm t- saying to everyone. I think instead oh. of don't don't worry about drilling down on an actual resolution because you get so disappointed when it doesn't work out. Right. Just in general, vibrate higher. What's that mean? What that means is every day try to be the best version of yourself you can be. Hang around the best group of people. Think the best set of thoughts. You know when you post for All the right, day. Thank you, Donna. Thank yeah. you. Thank when you very you much. Post for the day. That's all the time we have. And uh, uh-huh. what'd you say? I don't know. When you post for the day, like when you put your head down on the pillow. Uh-huh. What was it again? Have you been the best version of yourself? Mm, what day? How far are we going back? It, today. Uh, today, I think I've been okay. Well, if you're not, you really need to look at that. Instead of like being excited that, that you haven't been the best version of yourself. I'm not excited about it. Nobody says I was excited about it. Okay. Good night. There it is. Got it. Happy New Year, Bulldogs.